You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And I'm Deacon Dan Goshi along with Father Anthony Craig. We're broadcasting on Real Presence Live from the beautiful city of Crosby, Minnesota at St. Joseph Catholic Church. And uh, our next guest is, guest is uh, Christian Meert. We're going all the way to the uh, Diocese of Colorado Springs. A friend of yours, is he, Father? Well, uh, yes, I would say so. A friend in Christ. Christian, great to have you on. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, yes, I'm glad to be here with you. Oh, it's wonderful. I, and I, I met you in person five years ago at the World Meeting of Families. Uh, you gave a great presentation yes. on... Uh, St. Louis and Zeli Martin, and it was wonderful. It's great to have you on. Um, and he, Christian and his wife, um, Christine, they both are uh, co-founders of CatholicMarriagePrep.com. Um, they do a lot of wonderful work with couples, the foundation of families. Um, thank you for being with us to get, today, Christian. I know you're, you're very, um, you have a full life working for marriages and uh, the next generation of ma- marriages. But please, uh, if you could introduce yourself for our listeners just a little bit more, um, where you come from and uh, how, how you came to be about the work you are in today. Okay. <laughs> well, obviously I do have an accent. So with my wife, we are uh, French-born. Now we are U.S. citizens. We came into the state in 1999. We have five daughters, 14 grandchildren, and we have been married for 44 years on July 2nd. So, brand new. Oh, congratulations. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, well, uh, how did we come here and do all this? Okay, first... We had a, a big conversion. We were coming from a good Catholic family, strong Catholic families, but we had a good conversion or reversion in the mid-80s. And uh, we joined uh, a, a lay community called the Catholic Community of the Beatitudes, as well known via Father Jacques Philippe. I don't know if you heard about him, but he's going to the States all over the place. And uh, so the community was... Uh, I'd been invited by the Archbishop Chaput to start the House of Prayer in Denver, and we founded the house with uh, Christine. We had two seminarians with us, two sisters in habit, one little lady, and uh, we arrived in 1999, and Archbishop Chaput uh, asked uh, Christine and I if we wanted to do something for family, you know, a, a ministry for family, so we... Well, we suggested, uh, you know, marriage prep, and uh, he was very happy about this. We worked together on the program with uh, Archbishop and uh, Christine, and and it worked very well. Then in 2003, the Denver Office of Marriage Family Life asked us to help some engaged couples who couldn't go to, uh, to Denver or in-person classes and everything, and so we we say, okay, it was a very interactive, um, you know, program. So we did it, um, you know, on the, like a correspondence class via um, email and things like this. And we were very happy. And we said, okay, we have helped one couple. That's good. And forgot about it for a couple of days. We <laughs> sent more couples, one, two, three, ten, twenty. And it was every time it was a real nice discovery of each couple because we don't do lectures. 
we 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 give um, you know resources and everything, and and we 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 ask questions. So the couples have to think, they have to discuss the questions, they have to answer in writing. So it takes time, and it's good. It's it's deep, and uh, and well, that's how we started the first um, you know online class marriage prep. Nobody thought about it, and we certainly didn't think about anything like this. <laughs> we were not going to anything like this. But anyway, well, well, it's just to say that what happened is that we um, we answered to requests from the church. I didn't wake up in the morning and say, oh, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. And uh, that's, that's what we do. If, uh, if the church is asking for something, well, we don't answer all the time very fast. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we, we still answer, and that's the way we are working uh, today again. Okay, so right now this first online marriage prep program is still mentor-led. It's one-on-one, one instructor couples, and we try to pair the instructor couples with the background of the engaged couple. Like military with military, all the couples with all the couples, consolidation with, you know, instructor uh, uh, couples has been going through consolidation. You know, just make sure that we have to build the trust with these couples. So it's not video based. It's not an algorithm. You know, answering yeah. multiple choice question. It's really powerful. It's one on one, and so it's it's a great. I mean, we discovered it. We didn't build it. We really discovered it. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. A good way to see it, you know, as a work of the Holy Spirit in the church, um, calling this out of you to be a part of it. And, um, you know, you do wonderful work, I can say, just by experience, too. The couples that have um, gone into this have really benefited from it. So I, I just want to thank you for your work. And, oh, great. Yeah. yeah. And you've taught, described it as deep and powerful in different ways, and, and I, I agree with that. And why are you um, continuing forward with, with this work, and, and where does your passion come from? Like, why are you passionate about working with uh, these Catholic couples that are engaged? Well, the, the first thing is that, yeah, just like in the gospel, you know, the Holy Spirit is at work. <laughs> yeah. That's one. Uh, it goes for today, but uh, also, I mean, the results are incredible. The needs are are just growing. The, the needs to, to give good, solid Catholic teaching. Because the situation of the couples, the engaged couples today, is not good. Where, where did they get um, role models? In their family? In their friends? Well, where did they get their uh, their background? Religious background is almost non-existent with most of these engaged couples. You know, they have this longing for something, but they don't know what and how and everything. So we do have, it's our duty really to give them the real deep teaching of the Catholic Church, which is not only beautiful, but it's also liberating and gives us freedom. And these couples, they're looking for it, but they, they well, they don't know exactly what's, what's happening there. Yeah, it's not because they want to get married in a Catholic church, but uh, what if they don't have a, a friend priest or 
uh, friends who are going to church or, or uh, you know, practicing. But if in their family, you know, most of the people are divorced and they don't go to church anymore. Or they left the Catholic Church to go to something easier someplace else. So, so we have one chance. I mean, we are missionary, yes. I think that's Yes. These couples are coming to us. Our duty is to feed them, feed them well. well yeah, okay, that's my passion, yes. <laughs> wonderful. That's wonderful. I know you could go on, and it's great. It's wonderful to hear that that you're you have a mission. That's this is a missionary yeah. impulse that's that's within you yeah. that you're cooperating with, and, and praise God for it. You know, and I'm sure that you encounter. You know, um, our topic today is kind of fatherhood centered on that Saint Joseph, but yeah. um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you encounter in some of these young men that are engaged and heading towards marriage, what are some of those misconceptions you think men have about fatherhood as they head forward, or maybe the, the lack of a model? Um, how do you address yeah. those kinds yeah. of things? Well, like, like I said, you know, uh, and like I said also, most of these engaged couples have a poor or non-existent religious education. Well, their education came from society, the media, their friends, co-workers, college roommates, you know. Yeah. What, what image do they have from being a father, when their own father may have divorced their mom, and, and right now they may have married another man or something like it. You know, we, we, what we see today is just incredible. So our goal is to reestablish the image of the father. And we, start, we follow St. John Paul to uh, theology of the body, and we start with Genesis. I think like uh, every, every sacrament of Preparation should start with Genesis, the sin, hope for salvation and everything, because uh, if we have no sin, we don't need to be saved, and if we don't need to be saved, well, we do whatever we want, and that's what most of the people are doing. So what we do, we start with God the Father, with Genesis, and we ask them, how do you see God the Father there? And you don't want to to hear the answers we have most of the time. Mm -hmm. This This is crazy. Because, uh, well, you know, most of the time the fathers or the male figure in the family will give the image of God the Father. And, uh, and the future father or, or engaged, uh, you know, and people, they are going to give the image of God the Father to their children. So we want them to look in Genesis. It's just like a Bible study. We ask questions, we, we help them, we guide them. And, for example, we start and we ask them, okay, here, um, in Genesis, what, what, what is the mission that gives to, you know, Genesis uh, story one, of God the Father, uh, of, uh, what the mission that God gives to humanity in general? So they, they find, you know, be fertile, multiply, and everything. And that we want them to see that God tells us that we have been created in God's image and likeness. So that we are, we are created to reflect God, right? Mm-hmm. We are to live in His image, to go, to become holy. So that's, that's a real, and that's good for men and women, of course. This is uh, general humanity in general. But for the men, it's very important to realize that. And of course, <laughs> we, we, we highlight the fact that since most of them, you know, 60% are in cohabitation, most of them have premarital sex, and you know all of this. 
So we want to highlight that. Do you see that? God blessed them and told them before to multiply, not reverse. Okay? Right. So, <laughs> just think about it. <laughs> well said. <laughs> <laughs> and also we, we highlight, you know, like in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, I mean, it's beautiful. They say, uh, well, the vocation to marriage is written in the very nature of men and women. Even if you can be, of course, a spiritual father, uh, you know. But uh, it, it's written, so, so we have this question to what if you're made in God's image, what do you want to do? You know, are you going to reflect? What, how are you going to reflect this image of God the Father to your children, to your wife? So this is just questions. Mm-hmm. And then so we, we make them think, and we ask other questions like, okay, here, what is made man made of? Well, they're saying, oh, clay of the earth and everything. Well, you forget a little something. He's made with clay and spirit. He's body and soul. He's not a, just a spirit or just a body. He's body and soul. You know, and again, in, in the, in, in, in the, well, you know, in, in, in the scriptures, uh, in Jewish tradition, the word breath, the wind or the spirit is the same word. Same, I mean, same, same root, the ruah, and and uh, so this is it. So important to realize we're body and soul. And and in Catholic, uh, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, it, it, they say the desire for God is written in the human heart, because man is created by God and for God. So, like I, I was saying before, sometimes they come to marriage prep or they want to get married. They don't know exactly what we are looking for, but it's there. And that's, that's why we have to, to, to feed them, feed them well. We cannot give them, uh, you know, one day, you know, six hours of video, <laughs> and they are ready for marriage. Right. You uh, know, a large archetype is very large. That's what they offer. They, they offer the choice. You know, post-COVID, they wanted to do videos and everything to reach out to people, which is great, of course. But they offer to, the choice six hours of live video. That means you have to be behind your computer and, you know, watch the people live. It's not going to be repeated. It's not recorded. It's live. Or two times three hours, and you're good to go. For the rest of your life, you have everything. So anyway... So, so for the, you know, talking about the, the father, we want also them to, um, you know, okay, so the spirit, uh, the, the, the clay, what it reveals about their personality, why they are, you know, they are down to earth, they, they are active, they like to build things. I mean, this is so obvious, of course, that we want them to find it by themselves because they are sometimes lost in their doing, what they want to build, they want to do, and things like that. But it's good for them to talk about it, to express it, to realize, oh, wow, yeah, I like to do things. I like to go hunting and fishing. <laughs> you know? yeah. But I'm also a spirit. I have a, a spirit. You know, the body, the body reveals the soul. That's what John Paul II said. Reveals the soul. 
Christian, we're going to take just a, a short break, and we want to pick up our conversation yes. there and talk a little bit about uh, the virtues of, of fatherhood and what that looks like and a few other things. So if you'll just hold okay. on, I'm Deacon Dan Goshi. We've got Father Anthony Craig, uh, our host today, as we're broadcasting on Real Presence Live from St. Joseph Church in Crosby, Minnesota, and we'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. I would say um, where Catholic Radio has played a pretty important role in my faith is I, I'm a scientist, so I, I think of everything kind of in knowledge and intellectual terms. So Catholic Answers helped a lot because I might have some questions or I, I, there was a lot that I wasn't aware of. And it always seems like the callers' questions were just timed perfectly for whatever I was wondering about or had questions about. So I was able to learn kind of piece by piece and, and build. And now with kids, I really like to hear Dr. Ray's show with all the little mm-hmm. discipline tips because he makes it so simple. Yes. Um, I think for me, you know, the history has, has been really interesting. You know, I grew up Catholic and we went to Sunday school and, and religious education, but you can always learn more and there's just, you know, there's only so much that you can learn. I mean, when you're just going once a week to religious education. So for me, it's just been really interesting to learn, you know, why do we do this or where did this come from or, you know, or to be able to answer questions when people have them. I think that's been the biggest help. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. We're broadcasting from St. Joseph Church in Crosby, Minnesota. Father Anthony Craig is our host. I'm Deacon Dan Goshi, and on the uh, line with us, our guest right now is Christian uh, Mirt, who works uh, in the Diocese of Colorado Springs in the Marriage and Family Office, and we're talking about fatherhood and a little bit about marriage prep as well today. So go ahead, Father. You had some some, uh, uh, questions on on kind of pick up where we left off? Yes, yes. Well, Christian, you you were continuing in the vein of Genesis a little bit, too emphasizing yeah. kind of that, um, you know, the beginnings of, of God the Father in relation to, you know, humanity, also these human persons, both male and female, made of body and soul. Um, tell us, go ahead and continue what you were saying before the break. Um, it was very good. Yeah, yeah. So so we want uh, the man to discover, well, we do it through marriage prep, but uh, we can do it for, you know, over presentation and everything we do at parishes, but... It is so important to understand that God had a plan for each one of us. And for men, specifically, he, had, he wanted to give them missions. 
and I was about to, to read a, a little passage, short passage. The Lord God of Genesis, in chapter 2, 15. The Lord God then took the man and settled him in the Garden of Eden. And I was about to say that Eden means happiness. So this is important. To cultivate and care for it. The Lord God gave man this order. You are free to eat from any of the trees of the garden except the tree of knowledge of good and bad. From that tree you shall not eat. The moment you eat from it, you are surely doomed to die. And then God said, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make a suitable partner. So when we start fear, we ask, you know, could you, could you see the missions that uh, God assigned specifically to man? And uh, they find it or not, but anyway, we, we will answer to them, you know, one-on-one anyway. So the garden, cultivate and care for the garden of Eden, not any garden. Do not eat from the tree of knowledge. And the third one is, not in the passage I read, is to name. To name the animal and they became what they were named. So cultivate and care for Eden. What we want is to, to, to re, um, reassign the real words there, okay? So cultivate and care, it's, uh, it's authority. Oh, you say, well, there's nothing to do with authority. Oh, yes, it is. Because it means that you, you want to help, just like a good gardener, you want your plant to grow and bear fruit. And for a father, for a man, you know, the word authority is for the, it was before sin, of course. It's for the growth of the people. The people who are entrusted to you, like your wife, your, your children. So it's not the power over them. It's really a service. Yeah. And as Jesus is a model, we're talking, we are going to talk about virtue, you know. <laughs> Jesus is a model of true authority. It's a grace to help those we love to grow and bear fruit. So that's one. I, I, I grow fast, okay? <laughs> that's, that's great, though, yeah. yeah I remember... Yes, oh, sorry. <laughs> you go, you no, go, go ahead, ahead, Christian. Well, I was just thinking, yeah, uh, the Latin root to the word authority is augere, which means to help develop or yeah. to help flourish. Yeah, exactly. And, and we have it in English, you know, if you're in Minnesota or in Nebraska or in Colorado. How do you call this warm thing, you know, to elevate the grain into the grain bin? An auger. Ah. Augere. Oh, elevate. Right. Yeah, that's, that's right. It. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah. So this is the important part. Authority as a service, not a power over people. Mm-hmm. Then the Lord God tells the man, do not eat from the tree of knowledge. And he, he makes him kind of, he entrusted the man a law. Do not do it. And at the same time, enforce the law. He becomes the guardians of God's law. And at that time, the, the secondary uh, I mean, consequences, if I can say that, it's free will. Now we have the choice to do it or not. Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's good for the people to realize it's done right in Genesis. I mean, you, you, you are what? Not even 10 minutes into the reading of Genesis, and this is where you are. And the third mission that are, that's important also is to name. Because 
In the Jewish tradition, the name was the job, the duty of the father. And by giving a name, the father will grant his children, just like it's, it's yeah, I didn't read it, but that's what it says, permission to live. He became what he named, okay? And this is a call to paternity. And we have, you know, so, so, so many uh, different, uh, you know, Jesus, Yeshua, God saves. Okay, that's a meaning. It's a, it's a mission. John, John the Baptist is a messenger. That's what it says, the messenger. Okay, so, so all these names have a, a, big, uh, a big meaning, but for the man itself, it's the call to paternity. Yeah, so it's pretty, pretty nice, huh? Oh, and yeah. we have to remember when we are when we are baptized, you know, <laughs> we are we become priest, prophet, and king. Not not a, a something uh, anyway. And then we are different from the animals because we are made in the image of God. And that's what you know. We were a big fan of Saint John Paul too. As you may have noticed, I noticed that. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> so the gift we have also here is self-awareness. That's what John Paul II says. You know, Adam knows he's different from the animals. He names them, he, 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 and he tells them what to, what they are going to become. So he's different. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, as I said uh, previously, um, the free will or self-determination. We, we, we can choose freely, and, and that's what we, we want to, to show to the man that through the Catholic Church, through following the law, which, you know, it makes funny, it makes sound funny, but following the law, we become free. Yeah, it reminds also. me of an American song, too, Thy Liberty in Law. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Thy Liberty yeah. in Law. Oh, yes. Yes. So, so this, these are the the, the big, the big, um, you know, from foundation. We have to know who we are and why we are like we are. And, and like I said, we have not been ten minutes into Genesis that we have some key to understand who we are and what we do and what we have free will. Sometimes we don't want to have free will. We would like the Lord to tell us, "You do this, 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 and this," but. We cannot love if we don't have free will. Christian, we're going to have to uh, uh, wrap things up here, but I want to tell you, much like this book that I recently read on the consecration to St. Joseph, you blew me away today. And uh, I want to thank you so much for, for being with us. We really appreciate you being here. Oh, I have so much to say. I know, and I, and I have so much to learn, so <laughs> let's do it again sometime. But thank you again. Yeah. Thank you, Christian. Father thank, Greg, you. And ben, thank you so much. Thank Alrighty. you so much. God yep. bless you. Bye-bye. All right, up next, uh, sending your child off to college this fall, where we're going discuss, to discuss how you can maybe be a, a support for them, even after they've left home. It's a real thing that can happen, and that, that's coming up next on Real Presence Live. I'm Deacon Dan Goshi, along with Father Anthony Craig. We're broadcasting from St. Joseph Church in Crosby, Minnesota, on Real Presence Live. <laughs>